you need to take advantage of the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier 3-Pack. Everyone loves the Thunderstorm. It doesn't take up any floor space, there are no filters to replace, and it's only one-third the cost of those big, bulky air purifiers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use discount code HOWIE. strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Carr Show. So this is really an attack on academic freedom. It's an attack on uh, people who are pluralists and believe that you should bring people from all over the world together. Your Honor, you take away our right to steal ideas. Where are they going to come from? You know, to essentially unseat gay and other presidents as well. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Border Patrol in the month of December processed more migrants entering the United States illegally than any month in the history of that agency. Why is that happening? What? How do you explain it? And don't say the economy or Tim Allen or climate change. We have the effects of climate change. We have breaking news. The House Homeland Security Committee will formally begin impeachment proceedings against DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Great. It's about time. It is about time. Yeah. It's about time. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show, 844 500 as of right now, 4.07 p.m. Eastern Time. Still no update to the Epstein associate list that is set to be released, at least in part, today. So I think we have 52 minutes and about 30 seconds until deadline for the court to release, at least in part, those records. 844-500-4242. Later on this hour, we're going to be talking with Adam Gillette of Accuracy in Media about the uh, the takedown of Claudine Gay. And uh, yeah, she she was one of his uh, one of his targets, for lack of a better term, of the so-called doxing truck, which didn't dox anybody, but it was parked outside of. Harvard, it was parked outside of Claudine Gay's house, which is uh, also a matter of public record, and featured her face and her statements on anti-Semitism on the Harvard campus before a congressional committee, and did, uh, I think, yeoman's work in, in getting the the word out about how unfeeling she is towards people of, of Jewish ethnicity, of... of uh, of Jewish faith as well, and and students of that uh, that creed, very unfeeling, very very uh, uncaring of Claudine Gay, but leave it to the mainstream media to completely whitewash her anti-Semitism and her pacifism towards anti-Semites on the Harvard campus, and focus mostly on her plagiarism as as what is responsible for her being unseated or resigning or stepping down from the presidency at Harvard University. This is Mara Gay of the New York Times on MSNBC this morning. And we had just mentioned the Associated Press before the top of the hour uh, came out and said that they, <laughs> they, they equated scalping to something that white colonists did to Native Americans 
and then had to clear that up and say, well, I guess some of the Native Americans did it to the other tribes as well. And that was in reference to Christopher Rufo, who used the word scalped in reference to Claudine Gay announcing her stepping down as president of Harvard. Now, apparently that is a term that is used in journalism to say that your story had its desired effect, that the angle that you went after and the the uh, responsibility that you wanted, the accountability that you were looking for was finally had, okay? Slang term, short term, there's really no meaning to it, no racism implied. But the uh, the Associated Press didn't take it that way, and they they jumped at, they seized, and they weaponized, and they pounced on Christopher Rufo's one-word tweet and were so quick to call it racist when it really wasn't, and they gave a poor definition of that. Well, Mara Gay is also of that ilk, and she is also shocked, shocked, I say, that Christopher Rufo used that terminology in order to take his lap on Claudine Gay. Cut three. The thing that really disturbs me is the unrelenting campaign from the right and from some Mm -hmm. conservative activists to uh, slander, discredit, and ultimately, I I guess, uh, you know, somebody used the phrase, uh, we've claimed a scalp, I I think, on uh, social media, you know, to essentially unseat gay and other presidents as well um, when they don't like uh, you know the, not just the handling of uh, the horrific attacks on Israel on October 7th the way that that was handled on campus but really anything else uh, that they don't like about uh, not just these presidents but actually what they would call wokeism on campus. Mm-hmm. Oh boo hoo how insensitive of Christopher Rufo to use a a short term, a shorthand term in order to uh, claim a victory over Claudine Gay into saying how effective they're just upset that that his reporting in association with the Washington Free Beacons reporting was so effective in dismantling this this DEI icon. This was also this, by the way, was on MSNBC with Mara Gay cut for. So this is really an attack on academic freedom. It's an attack on uh, people who are pluralists and believe that you should bring people from all over the world together uh, of diverse backgrounds and that you, you actually have more scholarly rigor and, and more um, value can be uh, brought by having people from different backgrounds. This is an attack on diversity. This is an attack on multiculturalism and on many of the values that a lot of us hold dear. I would agree up to a point. I would say, yes, it is something of an an attack on diversity and multiculturalism, but it's more an attack on the monolith of diversity and multiculturalism that the left has made of these issues. They, they, They want this to be the only thing that is looked at in considering whether someone is or is not qualified 
for the position that they're applying for or in line for. That can't be it. That can't be even a consideration. I've, I've always said anybody's ethnicity, anybody's race should be left off of any application. There should be no standards in that, that you know, um, in that kind of regard. It, it should be a blind process. And this just proves that point. DEI, which is what all of this, this affirmative action was leading up to, this, this culmination of affirmative action, it doesn't work. And it's so flawed to the point where you, the mainstream media, people like Mara Gay, people like Mika Brzezinski, people like the Associated Press, uh, you know, any, any leftist organization is left defending somebody like Claudine Gay because they have attached themselves to this ideal so much and, and put so much faith in it. It has become their religion, and they refuse to break with the tenets of faith that are DEI because they can't admit that they're flawed, and they will die on that hill. And that's fine with me. Go ahead and die on that hill. It's going to be a miserable death, but the, uh, your, your faith should be shaken with, with Claudine Gay's embarrassing scandal here. 844-500-4242. Andrew, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Andrew. How's it going? Great. I just wanted to quickly comment on the uh, liberal that w- you were playing that was saying it's about diversity. And, of course, inclusion, that's all good. But the irony is that she doesn't realize she's being racist against black people because the lady's not qualified. She's a plagiarizer. She actually plagiarized from another African-American woman. So they're actually they're the ones that are discriminating against because they're not treating people equally. And the one that was equal, the one that did the actual work, they passed her over because she wasn't leftist enough. So they're actually demeaning minorities by talking down to them and and saying, like, it's okay if they plagiarize. So they're the racist. But I wanted to talk about being embedded. I actually work for the Associated Press, but only as an election night reporter. And um, I did, like, video journalism and with Black Lives Matter and those type of groups. Sometimes I pretend, and I did Palestinian protests with the New York Post two Mm -hmm. years ago. So sometimes I would pretend that I agree with them for my own safety (laughs) and also to get sound bites to get them to open up to me and give interviews. And in New York City, I would never felt unsafe because there was police there. So but I just imagine if I was in the war zone, like I might do the same. I might pretend that I'm on their side just so I don't get my head, you know, literally chopped off. So I just want to hear a comment on that. Well, that's fine if you're you're in an in the field reporter and you have to you know kind of kind of do things like that in order to maintain the integrity of your reporting and, and elicit the best response and most honest response from somebody. Um, but if you're once you take that to print, you can't sympathize. You've got to present this this very balanced uh, final product. And the Associated Press isn't doing that. They're saying that that plagiarism. First of all, is is the main reason that Claudine Gay is stepping down, which is not accurate, uh, I, and I don't believe that she thinks it's accurate as well. Um, the, anti-Semitism was the the main catalyst for for her calls to resign. If we go back to her congressional hearing uh, answers, which were deplorable, 
I mean, this this just happened, what, last week with Nikki Haley and the question of what caused the Civil War. Everybody knows the answer is slavery. Uh, and everybody knows that uh, Claudine Gay's scandal started with the anti-Semitism. However, there were other catalysts like plagiarism. There were other catalysts for the cause of the Civil War. Uh, but the ultimate cause of uh, this this takedown of Claudine Gay was her refusal to condemn anti-Semites that had organized on the Harvard campus and were continuing to call for genocide. Thanks very much for the call, Andrew. 844-500-4242. Happy New Year to you. Start 2024 off right with a special treat from MyPillow. They're bringing you their biggest bedding sale ever. Right now, you can get the Giza Dream Bed Sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts ever. Make your New Year's resolution to get better sleep in 2024 with MyPillow because they're extending their money-back guarantee until March 1st of this year. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code HOWIE or call 800-658-4965, and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, for as low as $29.98 while quantities last. Again, that is MyPillow.com. Use promo code Howie. I'm Taylor Cormier, and this is The Howie Car Show. Listening to the Howie Car Show. Today's poll question is brought to you by Perfect Smiles. Don't be fooled by imposters with similar names. If you're unhappy with your smile, you need to visit Dr. Bruce Houghton in Nashua. Call 1 844 A Perfect Smile or visit PerfectSmiles.com. Jared, what is today's poll question and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is would you find it troublesome if Donald Trump's name is on the Epstein associate list? Yes, no, or not sure? I fall into not sure and no, but I'm going to say not sure. 17% say not sure, 52% say no, and 31% say yes. Wow, that's gone up even more. Uh, You know, it's... Any any time somebody's uh, attached to Epstein for some reason or another, yes, I would say it's cause for pause. But why are they associated with him to begin with? We still don't know exactly what this list is, other than people that were associated with him one way or another. And the caller earlier uh, last hour, I think, had a good point. Uh, we need to be focused a little bit more on seeing what was on those hard drives or you know, at least getting accounts of what was on those hard drives that were seized from Jeffrey Epstein's residences. 844-500-4242. Alan, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Alan. Thanks, Taylor, for taking my call. You know, I just want want to say thank you for 
for bringing this topic up about about Claudia Gay. It's it's not plagiarism that we're talking about. It, she's not the victim. It's the poor kids that the poor Jewish kids that go to school at Harvard. I mean, some of them had to hide and 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 hide from this. They had to stay home. They've been scared for their lives. You got to remember, some of these kids have waited their whole lives to go to this school, and they're being treated like 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 they don't even exist. It's dehumanizing. And again, Taylor, thank you again for bringing on Adam Galette. Awesome. If I could mention Beatrix Bonhoeffer, silence in the face of evil is evil. And I just want to say, Adam Galat, you're a hero for bringing that box truck around and making people see, for making people see what's going on. I mean, these people, they didn't even want to cover, Taylor. They didn't want to cover in the news that they were throwing kids in the oven over there, that the rape. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Alan. We got to hold you there. But that is, uh, listen, there, there were so many counts of students in Middle schools and high schools that were kept from school for fear of some sort of targeting by their their peers because, you know, pro-Hamas sentiment was so strong and still is in the United States. It's really unforeseen. And there were videos of students on, on Ivy League campuses that were hiding in school libraries because they were being targeted. They were being hunted down by their peers uh, who were outside holding basically rallies supporting Hamas and calling for the genocide of Jews. It was absolutely deplorable to see. And to see all that, in the face of all that, Claudine Gay would still not condemn the actions or words of students on her campus. It was atrocious. And it's it's still troublesome to me that Harvard has decided to keep her on. We'll, we'll ask um, Adam Gillette about that, again, accuracy in media with the so-called doxing truck, if he's going to keep the pressure on now the Harvard Corporation and basically their uh, refusal to just cut ties with her altogether. I, I, You know, if you're not qualified to be the president of Harvard because of your plagiarism and your anti-Semitism, why is it then okay for you to be qualified to teach at Harvard? Is that really the, is the bar really that low? You can be an outright racist, an outright liar about your work, and that gains you a $900,000 a year job at Harvard? Incredible. 844-500-4242. Philip, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Philip. Yes. Uh, Joe Biden is the Chinese candidate. You remember the Manchurian candidate. Sure do. Joe Biden, Joe Biden is the Chinese candidate. Everything he does hurts America. Everything. So I, I think it's safe to say that, w- that it may take a while to figure it out, but Joe Biden is the Chinese candidate. And that's really all I have to say. Okay, Philip, thank you very much for the call. 844-500-4242-603. By the way, woke or wokeism is being reclassified as an extreme right-wing racist dog whistle. Use woke with care if you want your point taken. Uh, I mean, it was, uh, we reclassified it from the original definition of, of woke, aside from being physically awake, which went, which meant that you were opening your eyes to see an alternate reality to see things for what they were but now we've reclassified it to say it's an extreme liberal agenda that's being pushed that's completely nonsensical and very dangerous 
I don't think it's being reclassified. I, I think they're they're just relinquishing their usage of it and handing it over to us. We'll be back with Adam Gillette here on the Howie Car Show. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Welcome back to the Howie Car Show, 844-500-4242. Still no release of any partial associate list of Jeffrey Epstein from the Southern District New York Court. I'll continue to check throughout the uh, the hours, but uh, we, we've got nothing so far. We'll continue checking. 844-500-4242. Joining us now is Adam Gillette, president, president of Accuracy in Media and uh, responsible for the so-called doxing truck, though it never really doxed anybody, but it certainly uh, made people aware of the names, faces, and stances of some prominent people and uh, the students that signed their names to these uh, these open letters supporting Hamas and uh, calling for genocide of Jews and uh, taking a bit of a victory lap here today, Adam. This, this must feel pretty good that Claudine Gay has stepped down from her presidency. Well, I'm just so sad to hear that this horribly marginalized individual is still going to be paid $900,000 a year. We should all be so discriminated against, so marginalized <laughs> that we get a demotion, yet keep a nearly million-dollar payday. Uh, yet, nevertheless, I do think we've sent a great message to anti-Semites across the country. So do you think your work here and, and the work of people like Christopher Rufo and the Washington Free Beacon is done uh, vis-a-vis Claudine Gay and, and Harvard University? Well, we were at the university today, and I'll personally be there tomorrow. This work is absolutely not done. You know, to paraphrase Winston Churchill, this is merely the end of the beginning of this fight. DEI needs to be eradicated from colleges, but especially from every K-12 through school across the country. That's where this hate comes from. It's not that the professors are radicalizing the students. It's that the students are radicals by the time they show up on campus. And that's directly from DEI in K-12 education. Yeah, you, you kind of have that, uh, that perfect storm of, of not only DEI, but CRT and uh, this, this backwards-engineered history lesson that uh, you know, the, the Jews have, have invaded Palestine and are oppressing the, uh, the Palestinians. Uh, when it's really Hamas, it's this this perfect storm, as I said, this culmination of all these different things that have, have created this this Frankenstein's monster of, of a student body, isn't it? Well, these kids learn from kindergarten that the world shouldn't be judged as right or wrong based on how you and I would traditionally look at right or wrong, and instead should be judged through the prism of DEI, or a prism of critical race theory. And we should judge the actions of oppressors far differently than we should judge the actions of those who are oppressed. That's literally what they teach these children as early as kindergarten. So when a whole bunch of terrorists show up at a music festival and begin killing innocent civilians, that should be judged and viewed as resistance as opposed to horrible, wretched terrorism. That is exactly what's being taught. And I've seen it firsthand. They teach that in red districts, in red communities, in red states throughout the country. It's really depressing now, Adam Gillette, that uh, the the cause that the mainstream media is putting across for 
the resignation of Claudine Gay was not her anti-Semitism in support of, of pro-Hamas students and, and their calls for genocide um, and, and not wanting to keep Jewish students safe on campus. Uh, they're pointing to her plagiarism and these right-wing extremist attacks uncovering these allegations of plagiarism. So I think the narrative is, is being kind of lost here. How do you how do you put the focus back on her anti-Semitism and, and people like her? Well, I think everybody knows exactly that the reason became she became a hot-button target wasn't because of uh, the plagiarism. The plagiarism was merely the final nails in her political career coffin. Uh, so I think it's incredibly clear to everyone now that if you're going to be a horrible, wretched anti-Semite, there are going to be consequences for your actions. If you're going to be the president of a university and not deal with anti-Semitism on your campus, there are going to be consequences for your actions. And it really is outrageous and speaks to how far removed from society the quote-unquote mainstream media is when you have quote-unquote news outlets like the Associated Press saying that conservatives were upset with plagiarism. Are we to believe that in 2024 only conservatives care about plagiarism? Are we to believe that in 2024 only conservatives care about anti-Semitism? I think that says more about the Associated Press than it says about anything else. Well, it certainly speaks more uh, to, I think, the, the Harvard University, one of the highest institutions of learning in the world, to say that they're not concerned so much about plagiarism, that they didn't, the, the corporation didn't uh, immediately and unanimously call for uh, her resignation when when all of this came to light, aside from the anti-Semitism, uh, that that speaks a lot of volumes as well. Um, where do you go from here, uh, Adam Gillette? Well, tomorrow I'm going to Cambridge. We're outside her home yesterday and, or I'm sorry, today and tomorrow. We're visiting Claudine, uh, Claudine Gay's uh, official residence, far removed behind the gates in the big lawn like the White House. We've brought two U-Haul moving trucks and our mobile billboard on behalf of the American people, the tens of thousands who took action to call for her resignation, we're offering her any assistance she might need to move the heck out of the president's mansion. <laughs> uh, what about the students that, that still retain their, uh, their I don't know, uh, scholarships, their right to be students there? These, these, uh, are you still going to keep, keep the heat on them? Ten of the 30 student groups that signed the anti-Semitic proclamation have since withdrawn their signatures. I'd love to see the rest of them do that. You know, we obviously bought the domain names for all these radical student anti-Semites. And again, we only go after the leaders, not merely members of these organizations, the leaders. And we don't go after people who are merely pro-Palestine. We go after people who are clearly, overtly anti-Semitic. And we buy domain names like, um, let's see, what did we buy recently? We've got so many of them, I lose track. Uh, but anyway, we buy these domain names, and now that they've been given ample time to decide whether or not they want to change their mind and not be an anti-Semite, we're going to work with search engine optimization experts so that when any potential employer Googles them before potentially offering them a job, they see our profile page and the first search results for that person, and they know exactly who they are. Now, in higher education, being an anti-Semite might be a prerequisite. They might even put it on their resume. But in the rest of society... It's not all right to be an anti-Semite. These kids are about to learn that. That's that's brilliant. I mean, this is 21st century uh, kind of technical, technological warfare, getting people in line and really hitting them where, where it hurts because there's uh, – the, the Internet is forever. You know, uh, 
kids, kids, I don't think they really understand that lesson until they're faced with that reality. Anything you say or do right now is is pretty much recorded for all of eternity, or as, as long as uh, as long as the internet's up and running. Well, and that's what they're going to learn. But again, we believe in forgiveness. Any student who apologizes and quits the organization they were a member of, we immediately remove their webpage. We take down their billboards. We take them off of our uh, website, like HarvardHatesJews.com. For those who don't regret their actions, that's fine. They can live with the consequences associated with their actions. It's been far too long since any of these extremist campus radicals were held accountable for what they do. And it's for that reason that anti-Semitism has been able to flourish. It's for that reason that this vile hatred and intolerance towards any opposing views has been able to flourish, and we're here to change that. What other potential uses do you have for your so-called doxing truck, Adam Gillette? Well, you know, when uh, Riley Gaines, the swimmer, spoke at San Francisco State and was assaulted and had to be protected by law enforcement for 90 minutes, we sent the mobile billboards there and did the same thing with buying the domain names and SEO and all of that. When a federal judge spoke at Stanford Law and the radicals shouted him down and shouted things like, I hope your daughters get raped, we did the same thing again and uh, brought our mobile billboard to their campus and bought the domain names and did the SEO and whatnot. We're going to keep doing this until other people, maybe the universities themselves, step up and start to hold students accountable for horribly bad, insensitive, oftentimes violent actions. If no one else will hold these radicals accountable, we will. How about uh, the Epstein associate list? Any, Any plans there? Oh, gosh. You know, that's a really interesting story. And I I don't even know what to make of it just yet. It's going to be interesting to see how the media spins it. You know, if Bill Clinton appears in there in a significant way, will they care about it or not? They've since kind of thrown Bill Clinton under the bus anyway, so they might not feel bad going after him at this point in time. Whereas if there's anybody who's a relevant political figure who might be running for office and who they might want to support, I'm sure they won't cover that at all. Because at the end of the day, most of this media, they merely tell their audience what that audience wants to hear. So if the story that comes out of the Epstein client list isn't something their audience wants to hear, they're just not going to cover it very much. What's going to be the most satisfying thing from Harvard to basically call off the dogs from from people like you and Chris Rufo and Washington Free Beacon? What does the what what kind of come to Jesus moment do they need to have, um, especially from from the corporation that that really needs to take accountability for the people that they bring to the presidency and uh, they have to speak for? Great question. And for us, it comes down to whether or not the university will hold students accountable for horrible actions. You know, at Stanford Law, when they shouted down the federal judge, the dean of diversity, equity, and inclusion joined in with the protesters and took to the stage and took over what should have been the federal judge's speech. Well, ultimately, after a lot of people visited TyrionSteinbeck.com, which was her name, and we set up a domain name and made it a way for people to send a message to Stanford's uh, Board of Regents asking them to hold her accountable, eventually Tyrion Steinbeck became no longer employed by that university. And in addition, Stanford started requiring students to take training and faculty to take training in how important free speech truly is. When these universities stand up on their own to actually hold students accountable, that means we don't have to do it for them. So that's what we look for. I would always expect there to be a bad person in any group, but I would expect the university to hold them accountable. If they won't, we will. 
I've been using the quote all week from Ronald Reagan when he was governor of California meeting with the uh, UC Berkeley faculty uh, when, when there were riots and rallies on, on the campus. And he told them this all started when people like you, people who should know better, let them think that they had any right to say what uh, authority was on this campus. I'm, I'm botch- uh, butchering the, uh, the quote, but uh, I mean, it's a great sentiment. And I think it is uh, as applicable now as it was then, if not more so, Adam Gillette. I'm always reminded of the Reagan quote from that era where he said, there's signs say make love, not war, but I don't think they could do a good job. (laughs) Thank you, sir. We appreciate your time today and and keep up the great work. And we look forward to seeing what uh, what happens in Cambridge tomorrow as you offer your assistance to uh, Claudine Gay to move out of her her presidency residency. Thanks so much. Adam Gillette of Accuracy and Media, 844-500-4242. We'll be right back. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is The Howie Carr Show. The Howie Carr Show returns after this. Howie Carr is back. Another wrinkle in the anti-Semitic culture over at Harvard. It's coming out now. A student, uh, a Harvard Divinity student, Soad El-Bawadi, was in a group chat with uh, all the students. There's a planned virtual teach-in hosted by the... (laughs) Queer Shia Collective through the Queer Muslim Solidarity Network on Tuesday, January 9th, uh, 6 p.m. Palestine time, 11 a.m. Eastern. They, they, had, they, they had to put it as Palestine time. The speakers will be Yafa, pronouns she, they, a trans-Palestinian who is executive director of the U.S.-based Muslim Alliance for Sexual and Gender Diversity. Also, Rand, she, her, who is a Palestinian content creator. Uh, Creator, by the way, spelled by this Harvard Divinity student, C-R-E-A-T-E-R, not O-R. And organizer and Maria, she, her, a queer Palestine-based community advocate and organizer. Under that uh, call for this this, uh, event to be promoted, somebody posted anonymously, just so we're clear, MX Yaffa called the largest massacre of Jews since the Holocaust a valid form of protest, and as the massacre was unfolding, wrote that it was, quote, about time. Not sure anyone would feel comfortable promoting an event if the keynote address was given by a person who cheered on the murder of any other minority group. And this is where Soad El-Bawadi comes in. After reading all of those messages, she said, I'm comfortable promoting this event. So she uh, also serves on the Philadelphia Care Advisory Board, Care, uh, also where a certain representative, certain congresswoman said some people did something. I believe that was Ilhan Omar. Some people did something. Speaking of the 9-11 attacks, September 11th attacks on the World Trade Center. Some people did something? Yeah. That, that organization, that care. So maybe uh, Adam Gillette can get Suad Albawati's name on the, the doxing truck tomorrow, just as, just as an addendum 
to somebody else who needs to be unshrouded for their their beliefs and their anti-Semitic words and actions. 844-500-4242. Dave, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, doing a great job this week. Uh, yeah, you know what gets me is that I would like to see the families and students at these colleges uh, suing the crap out of them, and even down the grade schools, because they fail to provide a safe environment. You know, same reason they don't allow campfires in the hallways. You just can't let this kind of imminent danger and real and present danger to exist and then expect uh, no one to say anything about it. Their, their, ch- their children have already been damaged by the, the uh, mental stress and everything else about being afraid to go to school. You know, it's just, it's, they should be sued the crap out of so much that they can send their kids anywhere in the world they want to get a, a, a useful education, you know? Yeah, I don't disagree with you, Dave. Unfortunately, it, it takes, you know, nothing short of a legal army to go up against something like Harvard, and you've really got to prov- prove that you suffered or were at the risk of suffering uh, some sort of harm. I'm, I'm not sure that that took place uh, at Harvard University as a result of the, the students who were blatantly anti-Semitic and openly calling for the genocide of Jews, I don't know if that anybody was was hurt in that process. Certainly, pe- there were definitely encounters. People were targeted. Uh, there were pictures taken. There were shouting matches. There were all kinds of unseemly behaviors taking place, but I'm not sure that anybody was, was injured. But certainly a case could be made for, for mental health and uh, feeling targeted uh, feeling um, discriminated against. Thanks very much for the call. 844-500-4242. Let me take a, another look here at the docket for the Jeffrey Epstein case as we have about five minutes before the top of the hour. Still no filing of a partial list of associates of Jeffrey Epstein. Again, I'm going to keep uh, refreshing this every every few minutes to get you the latest. I'm not sure if they, they'll be posting after 5 p.m., uh, as the court closes at 5 p.m., but we will, I'll, I'll refresh this all night if if it takes that. Uh, I want to see the names on this list. I want to see what this list is, and I think a lot of people do as well. 844-500-4242. We'll be right back. I'm Taylor Cormier. This is The Howie Carr Show.